Hello and welcome to the What Women Want Today podcast. You might be asking yourself right about now, well, what do women want? I mean, we're pretty complex creatures, right? Well, I think we want it all. And I'm here to explore it with you. My name is Terry Kellums. I'm your host. Go grab your favorite beverage. I've already got my glass of wine and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of What Women Want Today podcast. I am Terry Kellams, your host. Thank you so much for being here with me today. On the show today, I have Marie Scott with me, and we are going to have a great conversation about how you mourn the loss of a loved one and still move on to find happiness. Marie, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you with me today. Thank you, Jerry. So Marie, I want you to introduce yourself. I know that you have a book coming out. We'll talk about that, but give us all the juicy stuff about Marie Scott. So thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, I retired from my technology career last year after 30 years with Oracle. And um, after my husband died in 2018, I was lying on the floor wondering, who do I take care of now? And the answer came back, you silly. So I healed myself and uh, healed my mind, body, and spirit. And the result of that is finding new purpose and meaning in life for life part two. And I think when I healed my mind, body, and spirit, my heart opened and in walked Jeff. And last month we got married. And my friend Lee said to me, he goes, how do you rate? He goes, not only do you have one great love of your life, Dave, for 30 years, but now you've got a second? He goes, most of us don't even get one. So my purpose for Life Part 2 has become to help other widows and widowers learn to live well through clean eating and functional medicine, laugh again, and even find love again. I love that you talk about purpose because that is a common theme on my podcast and the women that I coach. Um, I also love that um, you, you talk about how health opened up your heart like that. That's very interesting. So I saw that you are a functional uh, medicine wellness coach. Can you tell the listeners what exactly that is? Yes. So after Dave died, he died of esophageal cancer. I went back to school to become a, a wellness coach because I wanted to learn more about the link between food and cancer. And the same year, my mom died of Alzheimer's. And so there's a very pronounced link between food and Alzheimer's. So I knew I couldn't help Dave or my mom, but I wanted to learn so I could help myself. And so I went back thinking I was gonna learn a lot about nutrition mm. and I did. In fact, my first step of the seven steps to healing is food mm. is medicine. And um, so I really feel strongly about, you know, uh, becoming a health coach and defining my new purpose in life and finding new community mm. and new tribe. Okay. And it helped me get mm. unstuck which is a theme of, of your podcast as well. It helped me get unstuck. And you don't really move forward after tremendous grief. You, you march forward one oh. step at a time. You know, when I when I came across your topic, I have to say my heart just did a little ugh in my chest because I've, I've ha- I have three women in my life who have lost husbands. And we're talking long-term marriages in the last couple of years. And, you know, I always say to my husband, like, I just can't imagine what it would be like to be married to somebody that long and, you know, wake up and not like expect them to be next to you. I, I just, I imagine that feeling takes a long time to go away. So please accept the condolences on the death of your husband. Um, but how do you do that? How do you have someone who is such a big part of everything you do every single day? How do you, how do you move on from that? Well, you know, um, 
It takes, it does take a lot of time. And it, and for me, about eight months in, I finally found myself smiling again. And the first time I laughed out loud, I had to do a double take because it was so strange. Yeah. I said, what is that noise? And, and, you know, being a really positive person to begin with, and then going back to school, which is, you know, always a, a lifelong learner, really helped me articulate the seven steps mm-hmm. to healing. And through those seven steps, it helped me find new purpose in life. That's mm-hmm. the seventh step. And, you know, define, develop healthy relationships and sleep better. That was the worst thing. You know, 30 years sleeping in the buff with this, this larger mm-hmm. than life presence, you know, waking up the next morning, morning after morning after morning was the mm-hmm. hardest thing. Slept like crap and and it was the hardest can, thing to get I over. can just only imagine what that would be like. And just like the everyday little things, like my mom passed away in 2012 and it took a long time after she passed away not to, to you know, have something happen in my day and think, oh, I'm going to call my mom, you know, and, you know, their phone number is still in your phone for the longest time. And, but you say yeah. that, you know, one of the, the ways to find your way out of grief is through laughter. And I loved that. So you and your husband, your, your deceased husband laughed a lot from what I understand. And tell me about how you use humor every day. Yeah. So um, my friend Deb, who's also a widow in the early, in the early months of my new status, which I hated calling Mm -hmm. myself a widow. um, I asked her, I said, Deb, how do you get through every day? And she said to me, and I'll never forget this. I find something to smile about every oh. single day. And that grew into an attitude of gratitude. And I, I journal every morning and every night, what am I grateful for? And it just makes such a huge difference in your heart to find something to be grateful about. And this morning was beautiful sunrise that I can see out the back of eye. And it doesn't have to be major. It can be little things like yes. a good cup of coffee, but it makes all the difference in the world and setting really the tone does. for the day. I, I feel like... You know, if you can wake up and as soon as you like are conscious and aware that you're awake, if you can start to say things like a, like affirming things like today is going to be a wonderful day. Today is, you know, amazing. I am prepared for my day. Like just anything to get that those first few thoughts um, of the day out there that are, you know, they're, they're ones that something to look forward to and to be grateful for. I'm actually doing a 30 days of gratefulness um, right now with a group of women and, um, yeah. And, you know, I feel like when you, when you have something to focus on every day like that, like if you know you have to, or you're going to be called upon to, to talk about something that you're grateful for, you tend to look for more things to be grateful for unless things yes. to sort of like ruminate and, and, and complain about. Would you agree with that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, and I believe that the conversation you have with yourself in the morning is the most important conversation oh, you'll have yeah. all day so you know treat yourself with kind words and get that little gremlin off your shoulder and and just treat yourself Absolutely. with kindness. I love that I love that so so you went to school and you got certified to be a wellness coach and how did that lead to you writing your book let's talk about your book for a little bit yes so it started out as a journal and um it was funny because when I first got the copies uh last week when we got back from from uh, Idaho, it was like shocking. It's like, this started out as a black journal. And I would, I love to write. And and in my career, I wrote Mm -hmm. music training manuals. So I'm used to writing and writing and writing. And and so I started this as a journal. And every day I journal because Dave and I traveled the world. 
we had so many great memories and he was a, uh, in the fire department. So if you want to talk to somebody about funny stories, mm-hmm. he had a million of them. And so, you know, just jotting down stories and memories, because when someone dies, that's so significant in your life, that's all you have oh. left are memories, memories and thousands and thousands yeah. of pictures. So I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And about six months later, I'm looking at this black journal with all the post-it notes and, you know, uh, airplane napkins I'd write on, anything I could find to write on when something would pop in my head. I said, you know, well, there's a book here. And, and, and a, a while later, was, I, was, I meditated. I, I try mm-hmm. to meditate every morning. I was meditating and woke up and the 12 chapters came to me. And so through uh, creating this wow. took three years, and um, took it was a three-year project. The next three books won't take <laughs> that long, but um, it was an amazing process. And, and so the, I wrote a blog post yesterday of how I wrote a book, and it started mm-hmm. as a journal. And it's so many people. And journaling I, is I, so therapeutic. Yeah, memories. Love that. Yeah. I know. Me and my husband always say because we love to travel too. We always say, you know, we should write this stuff down because. <laughs> We're not always going to remember all these little details someday, but yeah, I agree with you. I'd love to look back um, on the pictures and, you know, we have one of those Google home things um, and the pictures just kind of rotate through it. And once in a while, a picture will come up from, you know, a long time ago and we're like, wow, how could that have been that long ago? It seems like we, you know, it seems like we just went on that trip. So yes, those journaling and the memories are great. And then you also sort of took this thing that, I don't like to say things happen to you, but an experience that you had, you know, losing your husband and, and sort of like coming out of it. You also turned that into an opportunity to go out and speak to other women too. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. And it's so, it's so, uh, it's so heartwarming when a widow uh, sees me and the positivity and, you know, the new life that and the new purpose I created, it's so heartwarming to hear them say, you're such an inspiration. Oh, yes. And that's what I want to give other widows and widows hope that there is a light at the end of the grief tunnel. Yeah. And so you said you've been a widow since 2018. So that's like yes. about three-ish years now. Coming up to four. Yeah. It's really 2018. Yeah. And you just got remarried. Congratulations. Totally unexpected. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? So um, I, I was, I had packed up my house in Charleston and I said, I'm just going to go to Florida for a couple months. It's a year and a half later. And um, I healed my body, lost 30 pounds through just changing my food preferences. My smile came back and I thought, you know, there's nothing left here in this, this community. It's all couples and families. So I, I want to change. I'm just going to go to Florida for a couple months. So I found this glorious uh, uh, condo on Siesta Key and I rented it for a month. And as time went on, I said, wow, I really, really love Sarasota. Jeffrey was there in Sarasota uh, working on a a high-end beach renovation. It was a resort beach renovation in Longboat Key. So I love to dance. I love to eat out. And I was at this place called Madison's in Main Street, Sarasota. And my friend was supposed to be with me, but I ended up alone. And I'm okay with that. I've traveled alone for a long time. And so I was sitting at the bar and enjoying a wonderful farm to table meal. And I see this guy dancing on, with every woman in the, in the bar, dancing on the dance floor. Our eyes met, we smiled, and we haven't stopped dancing since. Oh, I love that story. That's awesome. So was he, was he a widow as well? 
No, but he had been divorced for 10 years. He was married for 22 and divorced for 10. I know this is going to be a very, very generalized question and hard to probably answer, but I feel like a lot of the women that I talk to, um, they they tend to say, um, well, if something would happen to my husband and I was still fairly young, I would not get remarried. Yes. Um, but the men um, seem to want to get remarried a little faster. Are, are you finding that to sort of be true as you move around and talk about this? Oh, yes, absolutely. And that's why the percentage, there's 17.9 million widows and widowers in the U.S. and Canada alone. Wow. And 85, 90% of them are women. Oh, wow. Yeah. And for a couple of reasons. One is because women live longer. Mm, Two, because men usually, like I talked to some widowers and it's like three months, they're married again. Yeah. No, it may not last, but they just need that security of a woman in their life. Right. Somebody Maybe take care of them. Yeah, I yeah. went and got a security system. And, um, <laughs> there you go. But men want to find a woman uh, like shortly after. Six months is the average that they get remarried. Seriously, six months. I always joke with my husband. It'll be about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he can't go. He can't go that long without someone taking care of him. But. <laughs> so the other thing that I would say that midwife women say is you know um I don't I don't care about intimacy anymore and so I don't I don't really need to get married so what do you have to say about that well um the first time Jeffrey kissed me I totally absolutely melted Mm. and it's like wow where did that come from because when you're married that long it gets really really comfortable and you know, the passion simmers down a little bit. But when Jeffrey kissed me that first time, he had this look in his eyes and and, and just kissed me and kissed. It, it awakened things that hadn't been awakened in a long time. Aww. And it's truly incredible that, you know, you can feel this passion. We both feel like we're 29 going on 18. So, you know, both in our 60s. And it's like, this is incredible. It's incredible. And I never, ever expected it. And, and that's not why I wanted a, a partner. I wanted somebody to have fun with and adventures, you know, never dreamed I'd get married again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we were just, we were just having this conversation over our neighbor's house the other night um, because he joked um, that if he were to pass away, she'd be better off without him because of money, of a money situation. I don't, I don't remember all the details, but you know, we kind of laughed about that. And I said, well, yeah, for sure. If, if Brian were to pass away before me, like, I'm not letting another man touch my money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, I just need him for like, you know, like dinners and movies and, you know, trips here and there. But yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think it's a very generalized statement, but I think women um, tend to lean towards the, I really don't need to get married again, but maybe I want to get married again. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys um, live in Maine full time then? No. We live, uh, so it's really funny. When COVID hit, I, I flew up to see Jeff and I thought it was just going to be a week. You know, I flew up and landed there with my snakeskin boots and my raincoat on. And the world totally shut down. I was on my way to, to London to give a speech. And that Thursday is when the world shut down. So I thought, well, you know, I'll just, well, I'll just fly to Maine for a week. And two and a half months later, we got out of Maine. So he lives in a glorious, glorious place in the world on Abrams Pond. It's outside of Bar Harbor. Okay. And so we've got like tremendous plans. He's, we added um, two bedrooms on the back of, it's called camp. It's a main thing. 
Okay. And so we added two bedrooms on the back, great big garage, two, two lots next door, we're going to do Airbnb and also hold widow retreats because being on the water is just so healing yeah. and in a beautiful place like that. I think it would be, it would be awesome. So, so that's the plans for September next year. Wow. Well, make sure that you let me know so I can help you spread the word about that, because I think that sounds wonderful. I, I, I always talk about, you know, the, the importance of community and, you know, it really doesn't matter what part of your life you're going through. I, I believe very strongly that healing happens in community. So, you know, whether it's just you're in midlife and menopause is really kicking your butt and you don't want to go through it alone or, you know, what you're talking about there with, you know, a group of people that are kind of all experiencing some of the same things. That's, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And it's so powerful because when you're a widow or, and, or widower, you really, it's, it's like a unique class of people. You really don't know, you know how other people are going to see you or if they're going to take advantage or they're going to like prey on you. Like, is there a big W on my forehead? Yeah. It's just a different world because like you said, every single thing is different. And yeah. to be in a community of like-minded widows and widowers is incredible. I was at Camp Widow last month in San Diego and they uh, highlighted my book at the Camp Widow bookstore. And um, it was an incredible community. And the funny thing is, Jeff came as my guest. He wanted to be by my side, which has really amazed me. And um, so he had a tag on with his name, Jeffrey Gordon. And all, all these women are coming and asking Jeff, are you a widow? Are you a widower? Are you widowed? And it's like, no, I'm not. And I'm with her. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're mostly women. There are like 400 women there. And probably 370, 380 were women. Wow. So yes, it's that sense of community, knowing that you can walk up to anybody and say, what's your story? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just get the conversation started and make some wonderful friends there. Yeah, imagine. So you've got the book, which is um, on pre-order right now, but comes out December 1st. Is that what you said? Ships yes, December, December 1st. 1st. Okay. And they can find that on your website, um, mariescottwellness.com, correct? Yes. And you also, are, no, are all your coaching services available through your website as well? Or how would someone find you for the, the functional wellness coaching? Yeah, so uh, one of my plan is after I became a uh, health coach, I, it helped me articulate the seven steps to healing. And they're not rocket science, but it's really designed to help women get unstuck mm. uh, from you know, being a widow or widower, help them get unstuck. And and, um, you know, teach them how to cook for one. That's the hardest thing. You know, many people say, oh, it's just me. I won't cook. I'll have popcorn, cheese and crackers. But we, I feel really strong. If you don't feel good, you, you're not going to want to embrace life again. But by eating better and feeling better, you're going to want to live better. So that's the number one. And then the seven, the seven steps to uh, healing after loss is going to be a seven-week program which is going to incorporate all the things I learned through becoming a wellness coach. Oh, okay. And I use the term wellness coach and health coach interchangeably, same thing. Yeah. So is that, when I was on your website, I saw that you do workshops. So is it kind of the workshop is the seven, going through the seven steps then? It will be, yes. In fact, this week I've launched the five days of hope from okay. widowhood to wellness. So that'll be the introduction to uh, anyone who wants to dive in deeper and really, um, you know, my first question is, are you ready to embrace life again? Yeah. If you are, I can help you with the seven steps. Wow. I think I even saw that you teach them how to grocery shop. Is that, was that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
And, and I didn't know that. I need help with that now. <laughs> so the secret is to shop around the perimeter. That's not the middle. Yeah, I actually do that. I've heard that before. I um, Do you know who the uh, medical medium is? I do. Yes. Yeah. I like him. I, so I, I think I learned that from him a while ago, but yeah, I, I really agree with you. Um, if you're not well, you're going to be distracted by your illnesses, right? So the first step I hear you saying is focus on you and your health and make sure you're eating properly so that you can feel good. Yes. And you lost 30 pounds. That's fabulous. Yeah. Congratulations. In six weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. And so then the second step would be, you wanted to share a couple of the steps real quick? Sure. Okay. Yep. Uh, so this, the first couple of steps are all about self-care because again, as you heal yourself, then you're going to allow um, uh, finding new purpose to, to enter your, your, your life. So the second step is meditate to reduce stress. Oh, yeah. And I was never a believer. I mean, I thought, no, my monkey brain, that doesn't ever stop. I can't meditate. And I just kept at it. And somebody said, if you do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Right. And it really, really works. So it's been about three years now since I've been meditating. And it really, it can be as little as 10 minutes in the morning. It can be lying down in bed or sitting up. It, yes. It's not complicated. It can just be sitting with yourself in your breath. It's really so powerful. Right. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Awesome. So Marie, I am so happy for you. I'm so happy that you found love again. Congratulations again on your marriage. Thank you. I want to make sure everybody knows where to find you. So can you tell us all the places? Yes. Uh, everything is Marie Scott Wellness, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I have a Facebook group as well, Marie Scott Wellness. So join the Facebook group and start communicating with other like-minded, widowed people and um, sign up to get a copy of the book. There you go. I will include all that information in the show notes so they can be sure and find it very quickly and easily. Marie, thank you so much Perfect. for being with me today. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I appreciate you. Thank you, Terry. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did. If you'd like to continue the conversation, come on over and join our private Facebook group, What Women Want Today. I'd love to hang out with you some more there. Any resources mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at What Women Want Today Podcast or visit my website at whatwomenwanttoday.com. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share. Leave me a review. It helps other amazing women find the show and become a member of our community. One last thing for you today. You are not alone. You are worthy of love and a fulfilled life. Now it's time to go after it. <laughs>